Go ahead. Remember, remember the plot point in Jurassic Park where Dr. Alan Grant has, like, superpowers where he touches a computer screen and it stops working? <laughs> like, that's, that's like, a personality trait. Yeah, he's got, like, he's got like a magnet in his hand or something. And he touches yeah. the screen. It degausses the screen. He's like, what'd you do? I, I, I touched it. You touched it. Oh, you know you can't touch electronics because of that horrible magnet accident. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't remember that, but now that you've reminded me of it, that movie really was more slapsticky than I re- remember it being. It's, Between it, that and the slide whistle, <laughs> it's practically a... Charlie Chaplin with dinosaurs. Yeah. I never, I never really thought of that bit though as slapsticky so much as like, oh, he's he's an old guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like, that, I, that, oh, we that can't touch the, touch that technology. That over the top, that over the top ridiculous joke is that's I don't know. That's the, that's technology slapstick as far as I'm concerned. It's a little silly. That's just wacky. But it came, but it came at a time when people didn't really understand technology. Like when that movie came out, it was the whole like hacker craze. Like in, in fact, one of the characters, right, one of the kids is a, is a hacker. Yeah. Oh, she's a hacker. Because she like can the, navigate an operating system. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the operating system is like nothing anyone's ever seen before. It's like. Completely imaginary. All it's, of it. It's how Steven Spielberg saw computers. It's a Unix system. That means it has I, no balls. <laughs> I mean, Unix is a, is a real operating system. Yeah. But I, I, you know, and I read. I I remember reading the books, and they're that they are that stupid. Like it's it's yeah. that bad. There was this there was this weird like computer anxiety in the nineties. There was the, yeah. the early nineties. I'll tell you another thing that I remember. Cause I, I haven't even watched the movie recently, but like the, another thing that popped into my head was say that you're Dr. Grant and you're in the car with Ian Malcolm and Ellie Sattler. How, how long would you let Jeff Goldblum try to fuck your girlfriend before you just like, punched him in the face because the whole time he's like and you notice uh, little little drops of here give me your hand i caress i caress your hand here yeah but ah uh, and alan grant were just they really there. dating though were they really dating like, they were because he was I like are you in so. he, yeah but he asked so. him he asked him he was like so are you and uh you and her uh and grant and he shakes says his something head. like that he no, says sh- something he's something like that i believe is something the line. like that well still you're gonna sit no, here and it, watch this not, dude. He's, fuck he's your... saying that because that's his best defense. He's they're not really together. You don't think he, so? Absolutely, he is not dating. Oh wow, Sadler. No. Why would he say something like that? Because he obviously wants to be in a relationship with her, and he's very annoyed. Oh, that, that wow that that Malcolm is having so much more success very easily because he's way more attractive and smoother than he is. I thought this was painfully obvious when I was like 10 years old. I I didn't. I I thought that they were a couple. No. Wow. Huh. I definitely, he wanted to be a couple with her, but But she, she didn't want any of that. Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they weren't yet. Okay. At that point. Okay. I think they were at, maybe they had dated and they were off. So maybe he wanted again, off he again. just maybe he just wanted to bone. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, could could be. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> Must be. Must be too early. I just felt like letting you go on. Just Oh, I appreciate it. 
I was yeah. hanging you out. Maybe their relationship is ancient history. And and so uh, that one that one I'll give. Aww. He <laughs> forced wanna, the issue. They didn't want to dig up bad memories from from long past. What memories if they never got together? Well, well they may they may stop have. saying they for might puns, have. Sean. They might have hooked up. <laughs> He's just fishing. Oh. You're listening to a little nonsense where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Moracle, with me as always, Sean Keller. Hi, I'm Sean Keller, and uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a pun problem. I, I'm, a pun, I'm a punaholic. Thank you, Sean. And Mike Pareto. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mike Pareto. I, I like puns more than I let on. It's a secret detail about me. It was right of you to attend, to attend this meeting. It's a good thing you're here. This is a little nonsense anonymous. <laughs> a little anonymous. Well, it's not. It's not anonymous Anon- if we introduce ourselves, right? <laughs> With first and last name. <laughs> That's not anonymous. <laughs> Giant micro hammers for the tiniest of enormous nails. Also, by New York Times best-selling novel, Equivocation by Roger Guilford. It's a great book if you're the type to enjoy books. If not, that's all right too. In your case, it may not be that great. It's a spot-on analysis of all of today's hot-button issues. I mean, unless you don't agree with Guilford's perspective, then. It's definitely got some flaws. So, read the book everyone in America is talking about. Except for all the people who have never heard of it, which is still like 98% of the population. So maybe don't read it. No, do read it. At least buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Or spend your money however you want. I don't know. Equivocation. And finally, buy Ghost Tape. Are you worried that your windows, doors, and foundation aren't sealed against those sneaky ghosts? <laughs> well, you should be. Get some ghost tape. You should be. <laughs> 100% proven to keep ghosts out of your house or business. Oh, wow. And if you use our product and you still find a ghost, send us the irrefutable evidence and we'll give you a billion dollars. <laughs> ghost tape. It works. <laughs> wow. That's great. For sure it does. It works for sure. Yeah. You will not I definitely, find a ghost. I definitely have not found any ghosts in my apartment since applying ghost tape to all the doors and windows. Yeah. My entire house is covered in it. You can no longer open your doors and windows, but neither can the ghosts. Now, I, I guess I have to ask, can't ghosts phase through walls? Do you have to put the tape on walls, too? That's a great question uh, for our sponsor. Yeah, yeah should, you should probably write I'll, to Ghost Tape. I'll yeah. write them. I'll write. I'm it guessing up. though that no. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I can I think see it, that. I'm, I think it's gonna work uh, 
anyway, just anyway. I think just yeah. I think just buying it at all is actually going to keep the ghosts away from the house. Huh? But just possessing it because then they know. Like, I think so. And yeah. you know, even if I phase through this wall, they possess ghost tape. No, no pun intended there. And uh, I might not be able to leave this house if they use the tape while I'm in here. Mm. Yeah, you don't. I think you probably don't want to die inside of the house that's sealed with the ghost tape. Ooh, that's a yeah, that's a good call. If if you're planning on being a ghost, I was gonna say if you have unfinished business, right? Yeah. yeah. Now doesn't I, I say I say even if you're just planning on dying, not necessarily becoming a ghost. Don't die in the ghost taped up house just in case you become a ghost. Yeah. Maybe there's some stuff you forgot to do decades ago that you entirely forgot. Yeah. Although it would that would be a great way to give your family members a billion dollars. Yeah. Just to, if they can pr- provide evidence. To die and be a ghost there after the yeah. ghost tape has been applied. Although I'm sure that's one of the things they look at did somebody pass away after applying the ghost tape but also i mean ghosts are very they're very good at uh, evading uh recording me- mechanisms you know like video and all like they're just really good at uh, not showing shy. up yeah um i i do i do wonder so is the only requirement the only two requirements to become a ghost number one that you die Number two, that you have unfinished business. Is that basically the definition of a ghost? According to all of the bullshit sources that we have, yeah. Well, I just... Like like Casper starring Christina Ricci. Yeah, which I think is kind of the go-to resource for for ghost lore. That's certainly what I reference whenever I need, you know background information on ghost lore uh-huh. i just feel like uh <laughs> isn't like 99.9 percent of every person who's ever died has some sort of unfinished business <laughs> you know like i can't like how many people go out and they're like well i mean yep, i'm gonna become a ghost <laughs> just because i don't feel like i'm going to be finished living when i die and that's gonna right. be very hard to resolve that's yeah that's unfinished business for, for sure. sure for sure for sure yeah and it could be as simple as like ah uh, i forgot to mail that letter but i don't know i don't think it's supposed to be like you who decides that it's unfinished business i like think a higher power some, yeah i think that there's like a there's like some bureaucrat in a in ghost council the afterlife the underworld somewhere that's like yeah this is this one right here this item on this list that counts you should have done that and they're like okay you well, done just, that and you didn't. just send me back real quick and i'll do it And they're like no you have to stay in this attic for 40 years until a teenage girl comes around and you tell her about it Somehow, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's more. I'm just going to add to the ghost lore a little bit here, please. I think it's more about they can't send you back. That's like that's breaking the rules, right? Sure. They have to. They have to work within their very limited framework, and the best they can do is give you this this sort of pseudo existence in the world until you can finish your your unfinished business. Unless you're in the movie that movie with Chris Rock, where he possessed an old white dude. Oh, an old white billionaire uh, who also died at like the same time. Mm. I guess possession is—is is that a? I is don't that remember a ghost? the name of that movie. 
If, if I guess if a spirit, if, if you die and then possess someone else's body, are you are you still a ghost at that point? I don't think I don't think you can be a ghost if you have a body. I mean, according when you get, to the when movie, when you get ghost. into your <laughs> when you get when you get into your car, Sean, yeah, you're still a person that just happens to be driving that car around. You don't become a car. Well, I suppose. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Again, relying relying heavily on on the media deep lore uh, of Patrick Swayze's ghost, such as the, Listen, we're, such we're, as hitting, the we're hitting all ghost. of the heavily researched source material, like Ghost and Casper uh-huh. and Beetlejuice. Those are Beetlejuice. I, I think those are I think those are the all whole, the movies about ghosts. I think the that's unfinished. I think you're right. Actually, those are those are really the only ones anybody cares about. Those are like the Back to the Future uh, for time travel. It's like those are the main the main ghost movies. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's just and ba- Ghostbusters. Oh, of course. Oh, ghost- right. Yes, Ghostbusters. That's right. That well, that's more about the. Uh, that's more about the uh, elimination, uh, or at least <laughs> the imprisonment of ghosts. The now, busting, the busting, will. if you will. <laughs> the busting. <laughs> the busting. Now, you know what they should have had? What, what, it would have made their job a lot easier uh-huh. if Dr. Venkman had some ghost tape. That's true. Yes. Yeah. That's probably what those stripes are across the top of the trap. It's They're just tape. bands of, of ghost tape. Yeah, I think that is ghost tape. What is what? What the fuck was Slimer when he was alive? That's like Ghostbusters has some some ghosts that are like. What Wasn't were like you? A level four free roaming vapor. I mean, what, I don't think what, what I don't think you here? need. <laughs> First of all, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You've been waiting your whole life for someone to ask you that question, Joe. <laughs> you were so ready for that. <laughs> I, I don't think I, as a ghost I think you you maybe Guilty. maybe have the ability to change your appearance. Uh-huh. So that's what he chose. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he looked yep. like Fabio in life and he was like, "Uh, just looking for a change." <laughs> just just ready to let it all go. <laughs> I kind of want to look like a booger. Gelatinous green upside down foot with a gigantic <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Everyone's just been, want to look like a thumb with arms. Everyone's been trying to fuck me my whole life. I want to look like something no one would ever want to fuck. <laughs> a hideous monster. That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. He's it just is. a slightly comical hideous monster. He's ravenous, too, right? Isn't that his thing? Is He, yeah. he, eats, he yeah. eats with air quotes because doesn't the food just fall through his ghost body? It, it does. It does. He, he doesn't... Uh, he doesn't actually need to digest it, Sean. Being he just, dead, he, he, he just slimes nourishment. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of some kind of. But he has slimer. a tongue, so presumably he tastes it, which ah, I yeah. think would really help weight loss if I could just taste all the food and then have it pass through the bottom of me. That's actually, which I about, suppose in a way it back does. Out the mouth, that would be just bulimia. You could still do that. Yeah, that, yeah but, if it, but if it's not that's a digested, little bit different than being a ghost. But if you do enough of it, you will become a ghost. If it's not digested, though, when it comes back up, it'll still taste as good as it did when you ate it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's that slightly is... chewed up and stuff, but right. Yeah. It's uh, it reminds me of the 
do you guys remember in The Witcher 3, there's the werewolf who can eat and eat and eat and is always starving? Sure. What is it, like Morgolf or something like that? Or it's some, some something weird. incredibly Slavic sounding, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. He just It reminds me of Captain Barbosa. Another movie sort of featuring ghosts. That I is, yeah. And his most famous they're, line. They're, really they're not more really of, ghosts. Uh, they're not ghosts. They're 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 undead. Yeah, they're they corporeal undead. undead beings. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're more they're more similar to uh, to whites, I would say. Yeah. Than yeah, uh, for sure. Than ghosts. Jeffrey Rush having the drunken time of his life. <laughs> Just, yeah, he loved filming that shit. For yeah, sure. I can't understand a goddamn thing he says in that movie. <laughs> It's just what? Yeah. I've always loved Jeffrey Rush. He's fucking awesome. I mean, he's great. He is great. He's a great, great actor. I can't think of anyone else I would have rather play that role, honestly, in, in, that, in those movies. He's like, he is a pirate. He's just... Do you remember, do you remember how... I sound like Chris Farley in that sketch. Do you do you remember? <laughs> it was no, awesome. But, uh, in Pir- so Pirates came out at like the same time as Return of the King. Like they came around, they came out at like the same within the same few months or within a year okay. of each other. And there was that sequence with the army of the dead. Yes. In 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 Return of the King, and the guy looked exactly like a Barbosa. <laughs> he really did. Like, yeah. Now I that mean, I think of it. I it's so, so much so that I thought it, like I was like my God that could be Jeffrey Rush, <laughs> huh. why would they do that? Oh, in fairness, I I think I I'm ninety nine percent sure or sixty five percent sure that Tolkien had written that before. Oh yeah, of Jerry course. Bruckheimer. <laughs> I'm like fifty one percent sure. No, it was just it was just the timing of the movies. Yeah, with two. No, Sean. Everybody knows that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote the original screenplay for Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Although this guy is definitely a ghost. As opposed he's to, like rotting, right? His face is like rotting, and he's missing teeth and shit. And yeah, I'm gonna put him in the chat. Right mi- now. Missing half of his face, some shit like that. Yeah, that guy's like been dead for a while. Oh yeah, that's a ghost. That's a ghost dude right there. He's a ghost. That's a ghost dude. Yeah. He's got no color in his eyes. That's how yeah, he's you got. Know. He's got very bad cataracts. <laughs> Yes. Also, yeah, his, his flesh is is disappearing, but that's uh, that that his whole body is translucent. So cataracts, of course. So fortunately, uh, he can see right through the cataracts. <laughs> cataracts, <Yes. laughs> cataracts, short for cat heart attacks, as we all know. Okay. <laughs> that's not. Hey, you know what? Uh, it doesn't mean anywhere. I took a shot, and uh, no regrets. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Cataracts, <laughs> or it's it's like it's like Bigfoot uh, saying Cadillac. Ah, oh, you guys drive a Cadillac. 
<laughs> That's a nice car. Oh, hey guys, nice cataract. <laughs> you uh, should drive it in, drive it into the forest tonight, around midnight, two in the morning. Just come by yourself, and uh, you're gonna get a million dollars. Don't don't bring a camera or a phone or nothing. Just your cataract and your bodies, your salty bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just so I could give you the money, cause uh, you won a boat. Oh, did I mention that you get a boat too? <laughs> so <laughs> don't be late tonight in the forest. One in the morning, like I said. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so- this is uh, this is an old, a very old inside joke, but I feel that like was, our uh, listener may. It's a not- new no. It's a new character I'm working on called uh, Big uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tries yeah, it's totally. It's totally not something you've done for almost twenty years. Bigfoot. <laughs> it's called Bigfoot tries to lure people into the forest to eat them, usually uh, via prank phone call. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, hey, hey guys. Uh, so I noticed that uh, you're having some trouble with your uh, car. Uh, so I've got a repair shop. It's free uh, uh, in the middle of the forest. <laughs> uh, we're open tonight between uh, sundown and uh, four in the morning. Uh, I got a coupon here. It says uh, it says you win a million dollars. I used uh, free car repair and a million dollars. I used to uh, I used to call Mike, and if he didn't answer the phone, yes, I would leave. For years. I would leave for, for years. I would leave like a six minute long message from Bigfoot. Make, just make sure you bring some mustard and yes. rub it all over your body. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's not for me. To, it's not for me. The mustard. Uh, keep uh, the keep the frogs <laughs> away, cause frogs hate mustard. Uh, so do yetis and vampires. Uh. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one of those. Ha. <laughs> so wouldn't wanna. This is wouldn't wanna run into one of those. <laughs> would, sorry, it would. He would start the conversation or the message by saying. Hey, it's me, Frank Sanchos, and uh, you're you won the the contest. And at the <laughs> at, at the at the end of the con at the end of the message, she'd say, "So once again, uh, this is Matt uh, Sankin, <laughs> Sankin uh, calling you from the the car factory <laughs> from the from the barber college." <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the name changed like three times in the middle of the message. <laughs> Can't keep his shit together. Delightful. Silly, silly yetis. Wonder how many times it worked. <laughs> I mean, he's still alive. And I don't. So he's got, he's got to be eating someone. Doesn't sound like much of a hunter. So. Although, do yetis really. Are they. They're probably omnivorous like we are. Yeah. Right? They're, like he could yeah. probably just. He's probably just really depressed eating berries. He's like, I gotta eat so many of these fucking things. I'm a huge. I gotta eat a million berries. I'm 400 pounds. come to the forest. I'm 400 pounds. I have to just just need some human meat. I eat, I eat all the berries in a 40 mile radius every day. Constantly moving. I have to go find new berries. That's why you can never find me. <laughs> so sick. Just let me eat you like one time. I'll be, I'll be fine. 
I'll be good for like a week. And think of all the berries you would save. <laughs> be green. You're a gigantic greenhouse gas emitter. I could eat you and stop eating berries. Win, win. Win, win. <laughs> it's a wonderful bell just because of your jinx moment. God damn. This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to us by Murder. Next time someone's alive and you don't want them to be, try murder. And also by Crisco Presents Recipes to Make the Humdrum Yum Yum. Make dinner tonight a black tie affair by making fancy sauce. Simply combine equal parts ketchup and Crisco brand vex- vegetable shortening. <laughs> oh no. Boy, mm. this salad sure is fancy. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's oh, fancy. And finally, by surprise prostate exams. <laughs> Let the man in your life know that you care about his prostate health. Suddenly, and without warning. No need to sign up. We're on our way. <laughs> that is probably the only way I'll ever get a prostate exam, so... Really? I see the value of it. You're so responsible in every other area of your life, Michael. That one shocks me. I can't wait to get one. Why are you so reluctant to get a prostate exam? He's trying desperately to get one now, and they just, like, wait till you're 40. (laughs) I know. I I ask every time. I'm like, now? And they're like, no. (laughs) Shut up there. Uh, You know, I feel, I just, I just feel there's some, something weird tingling around my prostate. I think you just got to check it out there, doctor. They're they're like, no, sir. And once again, this is the dentist's office. (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. This is, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) We're going to have to ask you to leave this target yet again, sir. (laughs) Yeah. What? Oh, Wait. So, no. are you really? Are you really not wanting one, Mike? Well, I'm gonna get one, but I definitely don't want one. <laughs> Sorry. I, I want. So you're not. You're not looking forward. To I'm it, not like looking Sean forward. Sean clearly to it. is. Usually, you're looking backward for those kind of things. But uh, no, I'm. I'm looking forward to the piece. No, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the peace of mind. Sean's gonna have a network of mirrors. <laughs> I see. So I. Here I'm thinking like Sean. Sean's envisioning that that some hot nurse is going to do it. <laughs> no, like no, up. it's going to be some like seventy year old guy. No, it's going to be some seventy <laughs> year old Jewish guy who's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, I just want the peace of mind, you know. Check it out. Peace I don't, of mind. Look, I don't know. I don't know what they have. They have other way. You could do a PSA test, and they'll just uh-huh. th- they can tell if you have prostate cancer. Can they? Whether you have an enlarged prostate, that's a different story. Well, that's the thing. So for me, I don't know what anyone else's prostate looks or feels like. Never have. Uh, you know, at least as far as men are concerned. I don't know concerned. what my own looks and feels like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how, how many prostates should you know what they feel like? Well, this is what I'm, I'm saying is that you don't have any point. You don't have any comparison. So why not let a doctor who's been all up in many people... Be like, ooh, yeah, that's why that's they, interesting. That's why they do it. No, well, I know. That's why I want one. That's that's why doctors do all medicine. But, no, but there's because like they <laughs> study it. 
there, there's an implication there in it's what their you're profession. saying. There's an implication that you would just reach your fingers in your own asshole and check your prostate. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, if if I were if I were qualified to you, do so, that you have before, like mm, that seems like a normal prostate. I don't know. Yeah, if That's, I were qualified, uh, wouldn't you? If if you knew what to like look for or like what felt weird. Come on. No, no you're not going to No, I wouldn't. Oh, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I would. Can can is that angle possible? Is it possible to to finger your own prostate? The answer is yes. Like legit like logistically. <laughs> it's certainly possible to try. Yeah. Uh, we obviously need we need a guest who knows. We, oh, have to, we need uh, to get that. We, we need on the to show. have we need to have a panel of experts on call all the time. <laughs> That we can just go to when we need to. If you're if you're an ass doctor, please email us <laughs> at uh, mailhole.littlenonsense.com. I mean, general practitioners will give prostate exams. I'm pretty sure that... You're only going to pass 90, you under a yeah, proctologist if, if something's fucked up back there. Yeah, you get referred there, sure. The vast majority of prostate exams, are, I'm sure, come from your, your standard... Family care member, doctor, <laughs> standard family member, your mom, perhaps, <laughs> your cousin, and just who's ever who, whomever's around, just whoever's around. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not I'm not scared of it. I'm not I'm not worried. It's like let's get let's check this out and see what's going on. I'd rather find something I out definitely, early, right? I definitely have a phobia. I I don't like things. You're afraid of fingers? I, I don't want anything going into my butthole. I, I just have very... Uh, I'm very reluctant to, to do that. Yeah. Would it's you say very... perhaps you're anal retentive? <gasps> oh. I, I oh. Think it, I think there is... Well, in this way, yes. In the literal way, yes. Yeah, in the <laughs> literal way. Well, then, uh, that's unfortunate, Mike, because if you go to your front door right now... We've actually uh... surprise. Surprise! <laughs> we got yeah, they yeah, begin it's, uh, it's Dave Foley to give sleeping. you a prostate exam. <laughs> Joe paid. Oh, he could it was, do it. It was very expensive. <laughs> Joe, Joe paid three hundred dollars, and Dave <laughs> Foley. Dave Foley flew from L.A. to to give you your first prostate He's exam. A- he actually, yeah, he's actually net negative, like sixteen hundred dollars <laughs> no, to give me a prostate exam. And miles. also, it didn't cost him anything out of pocket. And also, not qualified at all. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna get in there. If I were going to send uh, a comedian or celebrity to examine Mike's prostate, I, I gotta go. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. I gotta go like Doctor. I gotta go like uh, Ken Jong because oh, at least he was a doctor. Yeah, he's qualified. Yeah, I, I, or Doctor Drew, who is currently a doctor. <laughs> let's let's go let's go round robin here. Comedians that you would let stick a finger in your asshole, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> David Tell. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would kind of play it by ear and kind of like take a hit from a joint and like. Listen, you know he'd make some amazing joke while he's in there that you would want to hear. Yeah, yeah. About I, your own asshole. I would take I would take Norm Macdonald because he would be as eager for it to be over as I was. He'd be like, "Oh God, True. oh what is? Oh, oh, that was awful. That was horrible." Mike, you're up. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would be very thorough. I think she would. Rel- the opportunity. 
I think that that could be the only way I would enjoy it. Well, you're not supposed to enjoy it. <laughs> just say you had to enjoy it. Oh, I might enjoy it. That's why Mike's afraid. He's afraid that he'll enjoy it. Well, Mike does fewer horrible things just for the sake of comedy. Like, he, he won't seriously harm himself physically or psychologically just because he thinks it's funny. Whereas you and I definitely would, Joe. We definitely would. And have. Are, are you saying? Are you saying that you should start? You should start your own like version of Jackass. Next generation. Would you go that far? Um, like Jackass Medical? Like what are you? What are you talking? <laughs> today, talking about harming yourself for the purpose of comedy. My name's Sean Keller. Today I'm gonna get a prostate exam. <laughs> That's not, that's, not, that's not so so radical. No, actually, no. I just uh, you said actually, that you've gone to great didn't lengths. Didn't they use to... a prostate exam as a punishment on impractical jokers? Probably. Oh, those, those guys are all in their forties, right? Me. Yeah, they're they're not yeah. that much older than us. So I think the last time I asked my doctor, uh, which was just a couple days ago, because I ask him every week. Um, he said, just calls him every day. He said, yeah, he said, you don't have an appointment today. <laughs> I, I, I just was just checking on the prostate thing. I think he said 45 years old. I was like, really? Cause like, I thought it was 40 and then like <laughs> Chad, I was like Chadwick Boseman. He sounded so disappointed. <laughs> I, I was yeah, like, really? No, it's 45. Oh, no, no, I said, I said Chadwick Boseman. I was like, what about him? And he was like, well, do you know what Chadwick Boseman had? And I was like, eh, eh, like cancer. And he was like, Chadwick Boseman had shit luck that's what he had and he was like this guy was young and blah blah I, and they caught it in I, thought you were, I thought you were joking now I know you're not joking no, this he is was, a real story yes this doctor literally said Chadwick Boseman you know what he had he had shit luck and he gave me all the different reasons and he was like you're fine sure. don't worry about it he was like this guy just had shit luck I was like oh what if yeah, I see they, if I have doctors? Shit luck? Doctors obviously they don't they don't want to do it. They don't want to stick their fingers up your butthole. Okay, <laughs> why do you want them to? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they get paid a certain amount of money. <laughs> they, they should they should be willing. Anytime I, I ask, I made my copay. <laughs> I, I should I'm in thirty dollars. Here you go. I paid my thirty dollars. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if mine's that high. I have an HMO. If it's if it's preventative, I mean, it might just be it might just be free. I think you'd have to pay a sex worker more than that. I definitely, oh, you definitely would. would. I, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> You're both like, oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I, I yeah, hear. Uh, no, you you would two fifty three hundred dollars somewhere in that neighborhood. Oh, no, no, not, not that much. Not huh? that much. <laughs> <laughs> do a Price is Right contest <laughs> on the next episode where we just see who comes closer on sex acts. <laughs> Mike, you really gotta get out of the house. <laughs> We've sampled 640 <laughs> sex workers. Illegal sex workers. <laughs> oh, Not God. a lot of legal ones here. I have to uh, adjust for in inflation up in Chicago. <laughs> I'll have to. It's, it's a lower cost of, or it's a yeah, lower cost of living here in Louisville. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So I did. Uh, speaking of though, I did get rear-ended today. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which there's not a there's not an amazing story, but one odd thing that happened is that uh, so we're we're sitting there. Catherine's actually driving, and uh, we're at a we're at a red light, and all of a sudden Catherine's like looking in the mirror and she's like, "What are they?" And then all of a sudden, boom, and we we get hit. And uh, the car behind us, just like at a red light, decided to go. And so I get out of the car, and I walk back towards the car, and I'm immediately, my phone's out, and I'm taking pictures of the license plate, because I was like, I don't want these guys running off, and we don't know who did it. And I'm taking a picture of the damage. And the car behind the car that hit us was waving me over. The guy in the passenger seat was like, hey, hey, come here. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, did, he, did they get hit too? Are they involved? So I walk over there and he was like, hey, the car that hit you guys, we watched her and she was like nodding off and like swerving in the road and shit. Oh, man. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. So then I, I get the camera back out and I'm taking more pictures of the license plate and the vehicle and stuff because I'm like, as soon as this thing turns green, these guys are going to be out of here. So... The, I beckoned the guy uh, out of the passenger seat of the car that hit us, and he came out to like kind of look at the damage and stuff. And I was like, "Why don't you guys like pull over in this gas station, and we'll like take a look and we'll exchange information." And so while Catherine's driving and and his uh, person who was driving goes over there, you know, I'm calling the police department. The car that was behind them is calling the police department. And uh, long story short, we waited for an hour. Uh, after talking to the police three times and saying, hey, these people who hit us like are probably under the influence and they're going to get back on the road, the police just never showed up. So, wow, really? So, yeah, so we got their insurance info. They asked for ours, and we were like, hey, fuck you. You hit us. You don't need our information. Um, so we got their contact info. We got all their insurance info. Uh, but it was just really disappointing that like we waited literally for an hour and officers just didn't show up oh no they yeah they only show up when like you're in trouble yeah well they asked like is anyone hurt? Time. and i was like no everyone seems okay and they're like oh, okay yeah someone's on their way i was like i don't believe, <laughs> yeah, the, I don't last believe time, you. the last time i got uh, the last time i got rear-ended uh was in itasca illinois and when i called them they said yeah just come in here just come here to fill out the report Okay, yeah, okay. not not worth their time. It didn't yeah. used to be like that, though, right? Like, I remember fender benders when I was in my 20s and shit, and, like, the cops come straight there, and they're like, okay, let's exchange info, and blah, blah, blah. Like, what the yeah, fuck is Oswego. going on? Yeah, in Oswego. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in a suburb, but, I mean, this was a suburb of Louisville. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm just, I think that in the case where there's very little damage and... Nobody got injured, and it's like, yeah, I could see why they may not show up. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, if, if they're on other calls because, like, something's on fire or there's, like, a guy wielding a gun, well, I get then it. Then they, it should really be the fire department that gets sent out, sure. not the police. Showing. But I, I just, like, yeah, if you're, I don't, if you're I don't saying get the mindset of, like, well, this isn't worth my time. That's misallocating resources. I know, but, like, the whole, like, well. Stop wasting the city's funds. Look, if you want a police officer, it's interesting. they should show up. Like if if you were to observe somebody drunk driving, and you call nine one one, they're probably going to send a squad car to like pull that person over. You would and look, think so. Take a look themselves. So yeah, if there's a fender bender and people are saying maybe there's multiple sources saying this person's intoxicated. Yeah, 
I, that could be a different story than just your average. That's what it was, and they just never showed up. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that is surprising because the last thing you want is is for that person to just get back in the car and, and drive kill away. somebody. Yeah, what you should have yeah. done is told them that they had a gun. <laughs> they're uh, they're just waving totally a lie. About <laughs> yeah, just lie to a police officer. Well, funny. you don't you don't have to lie. Just say I. I think they had a I mean, gun. I, th- I think they had a gun. <laughs> I think I saw... I think they had a you say, giant gun. I think gun. they have a gun. If you say, I think they have a gun, yeah. they, you don't have to base that on anything. You could just say that you think you they do. That's true. Yeah. And then, of course, the the, the person on the other end is like, y'all know this is Kentucky. <laughs> right? Oh, no, this I've been shot. Kentucky. <laughs> well, I hope they do have a gun. That's, this that's what they Kentucky. sound like, right? Yeah, that's exa- exactly. Now, this here, uh, it's Kentucky. <laughs> now, listen up here. This here. Main justice. Kentucky. <laughs> ah, my car. My car's dick. My car's dick. <laughs> the exhaust pipe. Hmm. I can tell that you're you're you have you're really definitely a, a, a Louisville resident. Like you've really adopted it as your hometown now. When you get offended when we when we talk shit about it, I'm not actually offended. No, I know you're not offended, but like I can see it in your eyes. You're like, what's well, stupid? Come on, that's stu-. obviously I don't talk like that here. Give me a break. I I do. I am <laughs> I am I am slightly embarrassed to live in a place that everyone actually speaks like that. <laughs> that's- Oh, but, no, but it's oh. only it's only half of the people that even bother having an accent. Why is that? Uh. Y'all know this is Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Call me when it's a pregnant lady on her way to get an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> we be there. Look at us, In fact, we already there. <laughs> we there in spades. <laughs> And that means exactly what you think it means. Which is what? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) People are setting off by... Ah! (laughs) My freedom. My my freedom's dick. My freedom's dick. (laughs) You mean Florida? (laughs) Yes, actually. That's perfect. Yeah. America's dick. Florida is freedom's dick. Boy, Florida, how bad time to be the uh, owner of the, the <laughs> bad time to be the the condo association owner right now, right? The uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we needs to be collecting some dues, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna be uh, <clears throat> we're gonna be lowering our rates. Uh, tw- <laughs> Gotta buy twenty dollars. Buy twenty dollars. So it's only four. It's only four hundred eighty dollars. But your your donations month. are needed. We there are some minor renovations. Nothing. Nothing to be. Nothing to be concerned about. Oh no, no, okay. of course not. Just, uh, just some, just some just, minor just, cracks in the foundation. Just, uh, some, just uh, some leaning, some make, leaning, making a new building. <laughs> so, so we have a problem that we just, just making a new building. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we just have a problem where the fourteenth floor is currently in the first floor. <laughs> so, so we just need your dues. We need to. We need to replace the grout. 
tiling issue. You gotta replace uh, all the all the grout in every room, in addition to the rest of the walls. We're gonna need we're gonna need a lot we, of trials. We have to make the rooms as well. We gotta make them. Yes, the walls and the the, the ceilings and uh, oh, the floors. The floors, of course, the floors. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we we really appreciate your dues being on time this month. Okay. <laughs> we got a little bit of work to do, but it's Who it's gonna exactly be fine. Is that association trying to collect from <laughs> from the other the, the other people the other in residents? HOA, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's still there's still people living. <laughs> so so y'all on the east side of the building. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. You're really gonna have to step it up because because we're, we're we're missing some income now. Um, yeah, about we're, 50% we're down, of our income <laughs> we're, uh, we're down about 70 units uh, <laughs> Incidentally one, uh, one could say they were evicted uh, <laughs> in, Just just uh, emergency involuntary eviction uh, From existence Emergency <laughs> involuntary eviction We can't air any of this <laughs> No, no, probably not. I disagree. It's it's going to be like two weeks from now. Tragedy plus time, right? That's enough time. I mean, I don't actually care. So, all right. Well, hey, if Mike's on board, I'm on board. Holy shit! Yeehaw! Well, I think obviously we everybody feels terrible about it. I mean, there's no. no, Hopefully, nobody in the country can look look at that tragedy. I'm going to tell you the good news. I'm going to tell you the good news, okay? The good news is that there's only been 11 deaths, okay? Now, now we do we do have we do have 150 people that are missing, but but only only 11 deaths. So, could have been could have been much worse. So we're all praying. We're all praying for their uh, well-being. They're all, I'm sure they're all just fine. Yeah, down there. they're fine. It's uh, been six days. It's 150 of them. So they're still okay. They're hanging out. You know. They're just waiting. They're waiting for. Could have been worse. Waiting for your dude. Worse. <laughs> God. That I. <laughs> the whole. I. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you're the news, you have to stay. You know, neutral, or you try to, but it's like. 11 confirmed deaths. 150 people missing. It's like, just say, yeah, after, uh, just after say six 161 days. deaths. <laughs> just like, I don't know. I don't think they'd reported a death until they knew, like, there was a body. Yeah. You gotta see a body. I guess. Do you, though? Yeah, they could, they could have transported out of there, right? They could, they could have, have uh, phased through the wall like a ghost. This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to you by Flintstone Vitamins. Get your health advice from a man who lived to be 34 years old. (laughs) And also by New Uber IL. You need a ride, but you're in a real hurry. We'll break any traffic laws we have to. Maybe your babysitter went into sudden labor, or little Timmy broke his leg on the soccer field. Maybe you told your wife you'd be home by six, but you had just a few more drinks than you promised her you would. She'll smell it on your breath for sure. You didn't marry an idiot. (laughs) No, your marriage will for sure be in jeopardy. 
But you show up drunk and late to her 50th birthday party, a surprise party that she had to organize herself because you kept forgetting oh and putting it off because of all the drinking and cocaine. <laughs> Shh. She doesn't know about the cocaine. Or does she? Oh, God, she might. What if, what if this 40th birthday party is actually an intervention? <laughs> or shit, was it her 50th? You're not sure anymore. <laughs> 10 years. 50th. It has to be. Oh, God. Oh, God. Your friend Paulie said that, that he cut out of work early today. Said he had a meeting across town. But what if... No. No, no, no. That, that, that's just the powder making you paranoid. Think, Clark. Think. Okay. Look. She can't possibly know. Right? She, she, she said she would pack up and leave if you ever touched that stuff again. You take a deep breath and order one more drink to, to calm your nerves. While you wait, you fumble with your phone and open the Uber app. The intuitive interface makes it easy to find an Uber IL car in your area. You hit confirm, and thank God that the server's back with your double whiskey. She asks if that'll be all, but you don't hear a word she says. All you're thinking about is how young and firm she looks. <laughs> how old and saggy Chelsea has become. No. No, stop it. Stop it. You love Chelsea. She, she, she gave you Timmy. Your beautiful boy, Timmy. Maybe if maybe if you didn't drink so much when he was conceived, he'd be better at sports. Damn it, Clark. <laughs> That's the booze talking. Fucking depressants. Better take a hit of snow to even you out. Whew. You excuse yourself to the bathroom, but nobody notices. You came there alone. As you splash cold water on your bright red face, the app chimes, letting you know that Leroy's parked outside. You stare into the mirror. A bloated shell of a man looks back at you. What's left of your hair, you slick to one side, a desperate, lacking substitute for a comb. Look at you. Can't even remember your wife's birthday. As you walk back through the bar towards Leroy, you see young faces laughing at you. Not gonna end up like him, they say. Well, you were once that naive, too. Leroy gets you home in record time. Chelsea's there waiting for you when you arrive. A suitcase in her hand. I canceled the party. Sent Timmy to my sister's house, she says. Change your clothes and get ready to leave. I booked us a trip out of town. I really think we could use a romantic getaway. Hurry, though. Our Uber IL is on the way. Uber IL! It's fast. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the end of that. Uh... He was so worried. It's... His whole life was falling apart, but and and it wasn't at all. His wife, yeah. his wife, his wife, I think knew or sensed that he, you just needed the break and they needed to work on things. You know, it's a happy, it's I a see. happy ending. It, yeah, it was definitely happier than I expected. Yeah, there's there's no moral to that story except use Uber <laughs> IL. <laughs> get Order you Uber ILs. Yeah, it'll get you there fast. They lived happily ever after with no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't write the I don't write the copy. Okay, that's the fine you folks. Had a perfectly at healthy prostate. <laughs> One can hope. Gotta get that little Timmy. Little Timmy grew up to be a major league pitcher, and 
important. Grew up. If it's her 50th yeah. birthday, Timmy's <laughs> probably in his 20s. <laughs> it could be your 40th. Timmy. This is yeah. an unreliable narrator. It's true. That's absolutely true, but... I mean, it's going to be somewhere between 40 and 50. <laughs> the kid is Which, at least 10, right? I mean... I don't know. I don't know their lives, Mike. Don't judge people. Mm-hmm. Okay. People, there's all sorts of medical advances. People in their 50s are having kids. 60s, even. 70s. <laughs> people in their 80s are having kids. Stop me if I'm wrong, but people in their 90s are having kids. No. Still no, not st- wrong. Still good. Yeah, still people good. in their 110s. Dead people are having kids. People ghost, over the age babies. of 200 are having kids. That's true. If you've ever read the first 10 pages of the Bible, that is correct. Yeah, they were having kids well to the age of 900. Mm-hmm. Those are the best pages of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the most fun pages. <laughs> yeah. Learning everyone's names and how old they are. <laughs> <laughs> that always gripped me from the beginning. First, first, first uh, you know, Genesis. it's how the world came to be. Uh-huh. And then it was uh, a bunch of names and how old they lived. Yeah, be. that's Genesis. And who their wives were and, and who they begat. <laughs> and who their other wives were. <laughs> who they begat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Genesis. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> those are the best pages the best, of the <laughs> best part of the good book that's right <laughs> uh, that's funny alright yeah. well my computer's gonna die in an hour so we better wrap this up <laughs> <laughs> only, guys I've only got an hour left on my battery my, my Stop. It really it looks like such a small little amount left, and I hovered over it, and it said one hour, one minute remaining. So I started the sentence and then finished it when I saw <laughs> Oh, guys, whew, better wrap this up. Only got... What's the battery life <laughs> like on it when it's full? Like, how, how long does it last? 30 hours. <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends on what I'm using it for, right? What, what, I, what programs... This, I would I, think what, this what is pretty demanding. What about when you're using it as a computer? Yeah. Well, I, I what? <laughs> this, no, God damn it, Joe! When I'm using it for this, uh, it has lasted. Uh, it'll last for about three hours, I think. It's been a while since we did a three-hour podcast show, and I think your metrics are off. I can't hear you. My computer's dying. <laughs> <laughs> now it says Although fifty-seven we... minutes. So, whew. ooh, yeah, that's less than an hour. That's. I wonder if it's been three minutes since it you hasn't. checked. No, it, it has not. It's been like it's one. It's wrong. Oh, no. Soup's wrong. Joe's voice made it use more energy. It does have that effect on machines. Jo- much like... Uh, <laughs> Joe's big head is taking up most Alan of... Alan Grant. <laughs> much like Alan Grant who touches uh, computers and they die, my voice yeah. drains the energy out of devices and people. Right. I just... I just talk and... People lose the will to go on. Yeah. I just, I had to yawn at that exact moment, but for real. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my fault. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah.
how how did this ca- happen, guys? How did, how did we fizzle out so badly? Ca- happen? So? No, it's fine. We just talked about a horrible tragedy. Yeah, how did it ca- happen? We just talked about an yeah. American tragedy. I don't know. How. Why you gotta make fun of me? I think it rounded off because it's been about an hour, but I'm cutting like a solid eight minutes out. So yeah. we just gotta we just gotta find one more thing to to run on, and we'll be fine. What what do you guys know about the whole theory about? Uh, the the moon uh, was formed because some other big planetary body smashed into the Earth, uh, and that's why, like the I guess chemically, the moon and the Earth have a lot of similarities. Is that right? Did I read that correctly? Yeah, that's sure. uh, as far as I know. That's that's like the is that the leading theory? theory? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I didn't know if yeah. it was like a far fetched thing. No, no, it's not really at all. I mean. Back in the early solar system, there's a lot of uh, big shit flying around. It didn't really didn't really have uh, a lot of clear orbits, so there was lots of collisions going on. Or chlorbits, so, as they call it in the business. Chlorbits. That is what they call it. Hopefully, the Earth. Hopefully, the Earth before that time was not like flourishing with life, because that would be <laughs> devastating. That would be Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's right. It would be hilarious. <laughs> so are we, do we just, uh, so the, the size of the universe, because it's been expanding forever and ever, uh, are we just in like a, we're just way past the exciting point, right? Because when shit was close together, stuff was smashed into each other all the time, and now it's spread out so much that it's just like, nothing's hitting, no, no, nothing's no, hitting no, anything no. anymore. You're, you're talking about two different things. You're, you're talking about the solar system. Uh-huh. Which is which is an established system, yes, where everything is you know it's mostly stable now, uh-huh. versus the universe. Okay, so I'm t- where, where there's still really a lot of shit going on in the universe. Okay, it's just pretty stable here in this portion of the universe. But there's yeah. por- there's parts of the universe where where shit's still like smashing into each other all the time, or yeah, I mean anywhere a star is forming, sure, absolutely. I mean there's. Stars, just just like what happened here in the solar system, right? The early stages of a of a star system. You've got the formation of the star, and then it's got a gigantic disk of material orbiting it that forms planets, and then just all kinds of all it kinds of chaos. To, it starts that to clump like a poorly made gravy, and yeah, those so clumps turn into planets. And there there are analogs to our early solar system everywhere in the universe happening right now. So. Mm. So, yeah. So. Huh. So the answer to your question is no. The universe is not more boring now. Got I it. mean, it, it. if anything to me, this is probably, I would think, one of the most interesting f- parts of the f- universe, the f- life of the universe, because, like, the early universe is just super chaos, right? It's just... It's mostly just balls of gas that are turning into, you know, denser balls of gas. And, like, it takes a long time for it to really coalesce into anything interesting. Yeah. And then and then it takes even longer, as far as we know, we can all agree that hydrogen's not interesting. Mm. You're right, yeah. And you don't get any of the heavier elements. <laughs> it's funny that I actually do agree with that, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I was joking. And... and <laughs> Like yeah, oh, yeah of no, course. Hydrogen of course is not. very boring. It's... But you don't get any of the uh, heavier elements without stars, 
Yeah, you get. I think you get helium. You get a little bit of helium, like in the early universe, but you don't get anything else without the formation yeah, of stars. You're still gonna have fusion and fission, and with all of that, all that matter together, even yeah, if it's all hydrogen. Giant, big giant soup of shit in the early universe. Big giant, big giant soup of hot hydrogen. Mmm. Make it fancy. You put in. Yeah, a little, so I kind of, I kind of think now ketchup and Crisco. The universe is like what fourteen <clears throat> billion ish years old. I mean, I mean last time checked, know, I think that that's 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 the current estimate, but it seems to be changing like all the time. I don't know. There's always some kind of so new there's more update. there's more different shit nowadays because it's had time to evolve into different type, yeah, types. Yeah, I think of that matter. we're we're in a phase where the universe is still. If you look at the projected lifespan of the universe. This is still like the ver like the beginning, but things have at least stabilized, you know. So we're getting into the interesting shit. But we won't the live to itself, see the interesting shit. Yeah, we'll be long gone. Probably. I mean, yeah, the chances I mean, are real you good. Will. Mike will be dead because he didn't get those prostate exams. <laughs> 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 yeah. Joe will be dead because he didn't pay his condo association dues. He 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 declined. He declined the uh, required <laughs> fixes to his building. Yeah, I voted no. He voted no on him. <laughs> An extra fourteen dollars a month. Get out of here. That's what cigarettes cost in Australia. Now you're out of your mind. <laughs> that is our episode <laughs> with a score of three. Sean and I are this week's losers. I'm a little disappointed. I was, wow, you guys both got three. That's yeah. that's crazy. It's a high-scoring episode. Sean and I got three, and you got two, Mike. I was hoping I'd get more, to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed in you myself. That's just our base. Gotta, that's our baseline. A little bit. You got to yeah. suck harder next time. <laughs> suck harder, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. I'm Sean Keller, and I'm giving myself a prostate exam right now. And I'm Mike Pareto, distant third cousin of Dominic Toretto, the hero of the Fast and Furious franchise, and villain of the upcoming Fast 10. Getting a little slower now, I think it's going to be called. Fast 10, your seatbelts. Nice. (laughs) Have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Wisdom, and you could be jolly.
little nonsense now and 